Hello and thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. And the title of our post today is The Increase of His Government. As I have stated throughout the week, all of our DSM staff work remotely, except for the product department, and they do so from four states. This has worked well both for them and for the ministry, but since we're rarely together, we do a week-long retreat each year to build camaraderie and necessary team dynamics. This is that week. I have asked five leaders, all of whom carry God's heart for America, to do this week's Give Him 15 posts for me. They have all been outstanding. Today's post is by Dave Cabal, President and CEO of Intercessors for America, without question, the tip of the spear for the prayer movement in America. This year, they celebrate 50 years of leading the charge in prayer. I've chosen to end the week with Dave's post because it is one of the most encouraging teachings, reports I've heard in recent years. It clearly demonstrates that in spite of America's and the world's challenges, Christ is prevailing and will continue to do so. Dave's book, Inspired Prayers, which my staff will put on the screen for you to see if it's not already there, Inspired Prayers, is devoted to praying scripture promises that motivated our founding fathers. It is a treasure. As always, we provide a link through which you can connect with Dave and Intercessors for America at the end of today's post, and you should do so. Enjoy and be encouraged. Greetings. I want to express my gratitude to Dutch for allowing me the opportunity to share a few thoughts with you. I'm grateful for Give Him 15 and the incredible impact that this devotional has every single day to tens of thousands of people. Today's devotional is entitled, The Increase of His Government. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Of course, many of you realize that's Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7. These verses, most famous for being read during the Christmas season, have always intrigued me. Of course, we understand that God gave us His Son in the form of a child, but what about this? The government will be upon his shoulders, and the greatness of his government and peace 
will have no end. How could this be? Is it true? Is this really happening today? You know, it seems we're watching the powers of darkness increase daily. We have battled in the heavenlies for our great nation, a nation which has received countless prophetic words about God's destiny. Yet we have a more corrupt government than ever. Does Jesus really know what he's doing? Well, I want to suggest to you that when we take a long-term historical view of Jesus' government, we can conclude that his government has increased and that there will be no end to his rule. The first increase of government is the historical growth of his rule over personal lives. You know, the book of Acts tells us that the very first group of believers who placed Jesus un themselves under Jesus' rule, under his government, numbered about 120. This small band of believers hid from public eye until the Holy Spirit fell upon them at Pentecost. That day, Peter preached, the, and the number of people under Jesus' government grew to be about 3,000. Signs, wonders, and persecution followed. Saul was converted to Paul, and the gospel spread from Jerusalem to Judea and all parts of the earth. From those early days of the New Testament believers, and decade after decade, century after century, more and more hearts embraced the lordship of Jesus' government over their lives. There were maybe as many as 200,000 by 200 A.D. By the end of the 5th century, there were maybe as many as 10 million converted hearts. Recently, Pew Research has estimated that in the early 1900s, the global population of Christ followers was about 600 million. And now, just 100 years later, the number has grown to nearly 3 billion. One-third of the global population practices Christianity today. In interestingly enough, the fastest-growing stream of Christianity is Pentecostalism. There is no doubt that the increase of Christ's government over the lives of individuals is never-ending and always will be on the rise. The second piece of undeniable evidence that his government is increasing involves the civil arena. There is something unique about the model for civil government found in the scriptures. God is the one who grants us personal rights, and God is the one who makes laws. This is first seen in Exodus chapter 18 when Moses sets up the first representative republic based on a moral code of the law ever in history. This truth about the, the nature of personal rights, personal freedoms, and law has been at odds with dictators, kings, and autocrats throughout history. And yet over the centuries, people have yearned and fought for the freedom that God has hardwired into us. At the beginning of the second millennium, the idea that we have rights began taking hold through 
documents like the Magna Carta, philosophers such as Augustine and legal scholars such as Blackstone. These ideas stirred and fueled the God-given desire in people to be free, especially freedom of worship and freedom to speak their minds. As recently as the 18th century, no country could be meaningfully characterized as a democracy. The entire world population was under the rule of closed autocracies. Amazing, isn't it? No group in the world enjoyed the privilege of choosing their choosing or electing their rulers. But then coming out of the first great awakening when millions under the personal government of Jesus, a God-given a God-given vision of government emerged. A small group of people were inspired by God to form a nation with the understanding that our Creator has made all of us with equal rights, and that among these rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The framers of the American Constitution understood that the most powerful government would be derived, would derive its powers from the free consent of those that they governed. In the first time in the history of the world, a government recognized that it is God who gives us our rights and that the only moral government is one whose leaders are put in position by willing and free civilians. The desire to be free and to be governed freely are written upon every human heart. We all know the passage well in Galatians 5.1 that says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Since the birth of America, we have been modeling for the world how the human desire for freedom affects government. According to world, our world in data, in the past 300 years, the percentage of people with the freedom and privilege to elect their leaders has gone from 0% to 85%. Check out the image on the screen. Our founding fathers put in place a nation whose freedoms were so compelling that the entire world was changed. There are certainly variations of free elections today, but my point remains. The increase of his government is not ending. It's only increasing. The freedoms that the United States has put in place will affect humanity forever. The God-given desire to be free has fueled the expansion of Jesus' civil government for centuries. And that will now only increase as the American experiment has demonstrated what this freedom could look like. Here's my point. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of 
of peace. Of the greatness of His government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. Then the last phrase of this verse, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. There is undoubtable, uncontroversial evidence that Jesus' government has increased over time. From a handful of hiding, scared disciples to now one-third of the total global population of 2.8 million believers. From literally zero civil governments aligning with a God-given desire for personal freedom to now over 80% of global governments. Of his greatness, there will be no end. At the end of this passage, Isaiah, Isaiah prophesies, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is a fascinating verse and requires its own treatment, but this word zeal, quina in Hebrew, is used only a few times in the Hebrew text. But I can tell you, every time the zeal of the Lord that phrase is used, there is absolute, 100% certainty that what is promised will occur. In some instances, we find the phrase, with great fury. <laughs> or other words, or other times, the words, by consuming fire. The bottom line in this entire passage is this. As we battle for God's will for our nation, we have His zeal behind us and in front of us, aiding our efforts. Our nation's opportunity to be blessed by God requires the church of Jesus Christ to stand in this day and declare His government, to look to Him who is the Prince of Peace, and to pursue His justice and His righteousness as individuals, and as a nation. Would you pray with me? Lord, you have written the principles of good government upon our hearts. You have hardwired all of creation to desire freedom. As we watch the powers of darkness attempting to limit our religious freedoms and our freedom of speech in the U.S., we ask you to cause your church to rise up in this day, Lord, cause your body to realize that you have a plan for government, that your desire is for good government, and your government is based on truth and justice. Thank you for placing within us an inextinguishable desire for freedom. Thank you for the ability to look back over the centuries and see your mighty hand move as your government increases. In the powerful name of Jesus, we pray this. Amen. And now our decree. The responsibility of government rests upon the shoulders of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. 
We declare that there will be no end to the increase of His government. We declare the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Again, thank you. Thanks to Dutch for the opportunity to share these words with you.